0: Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the procedure? It's time! It's time! You just say it's time! Say calm! Woo! How's it going?
1: It's going pretty good!
0: It's going good now! That you're listening to the Nathan and Vex podcast. It's happening. It's here. It's hip. It's happening.
1: And it's on time.
0: And it's on time. You know, might be a little uh, early on that. We'll see. You could always have computer problems, especially with the weather getting how it is. There could be some poles crashing.
1: But that's not supposed to happen yet.
0: Yet. But we all know how Kansas is.
1: Yeah, it can be snowing one moment and then super nice. Speaking of super nice, it's been really, really nice the last couple of days, and I have been in a super good mood. I even went to work 30 minutes early yesterday. Whoa, on just, purpose? Yes, just to sit outside in the parking lot before I went into the building. Huh. So I didn't actually work. I just sat out in the parking lot because I wanted to sit out in the sun.
0: I sat out in the parking lot the other day, also after, after work, I, I guess. I
1: remember this. For like
0: two hours. <laughs> I didn't realize how long I was out there.
1: I think it's off an hour before I get to work and he's usually not there when I arrive and I got there and his car was sitting there and I start walking up to his car and I don't see him and all of a sudden he sits up and if you've (laughs) ever seen the video of the two dogs that one sitting in the window and it says like which person are you in the morning and the other like a groggy dog sits up in the window and his furs all like disheveled and his eyes look really sleepy. That was Nathan. <laughs> he had just woken up, but the best part about it was he was so covered in sweat. Dude,
0: I have I have this habit of like locking myself in hot cars, you know?
1: That's a dangerous habit. To I have. know. Well,
0: you know, it's kind of like a sauna, pretty much. I just I just like spending time in the sauna. You know what? I've been having bad allergies. I wonder if that's what has helped me because I'm feeling great today.
1: You just sweated it all out. Can you out sweat after out you,
0: allergies like a cold?
1: I don't know. You don't you just normally start sweat Like when everybody else is like sweating, you're usually dry. That's I, true. I do not. I don't sweat even a lot. know why. It was so concerning. odd to see you so <laughs> warm, and it was like I had just like surprised you. You had just <laughs> woken up, and you're like trying to hey. gather your uh. thoughts, and I'm just standing there laughing at you, and you're like trying to wipe the sweat away. Anyway, that was gross. Yeah. You don't want to fall asleep in the car today because today might be the first day we have severe weather and it kind of makes me excited.
0: Yeah. You know, it's uh, the severe weather for the first time in forever is coming out after the podcast. So we didn't have to die on our way here. No. We might be in some high water on the way home
1: like actually
0: like actually flash floods um, are a serious thing yeah they are in high Kansas. up there but they are coming down so uh, you know that's that's that watch watch the skies unless you're listening to this on like saturday or something in which case how was that storm right <laughs> crazy huh oh man wow
1: what kind of person are you when it comes to Boy, like, gosh. storms like, um, are you excited? Does it freak you out? I
0: personally, me along with my entire family, we get headaches. Like, like this, uh, uh, let me speak for a moment. Uh, <laughs> whenever you start seeing clouds coming down, it's like immediate headaches. In fact, there are times where we'll have headaches and we look out the window and we're like, is, there, is it gonna rain? And sure enough, there's rain. We so were, it's that
1: high-low pressure that yeah uh,
0: yeah if gives if you uh, the headaches if we were some sort of like caveman or something we would never get struck by lightning because we would have this instinct known as a headache um, when the when the storms are coming and we wouldn't get caught out in the wilderness ahead of time you know what I'm saying
1: yeah but some storms you can't control like even if you're in a safe place. What you think is a safe place? Well, you think Sometimes it's gonna. Sometimes you're not safe when there's a tornado.
0: Like you think the tornado is gonna come into my cave? Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, good luck, might... tornado. No way.
1: I've seen Twister. Have
0: you seen my cave? No. It's a good cave. It's right in there. The ground. It's in the ground.
1: Is there really a cave at your house?
0: No, I mean we have oh. a cellar.
1: You have a cellar, like an underground cellar?
0: Yeah. Not un- well, it's in our basement, which is technically underground. Wait. It's in the most underground part of our house. So it's just so, yeah. in the basement? Yeah, which is oh, underground. I thought
1: there was like the secret place like well, on your property. You're talking
0: about like you go to your grandma and grandpa's house and they have like where you uh, where you, where hid had all your- Where I hid
1: my time capsule, right. the cellar that we buried in at my farmhouse um, when I was a child.
0: Yeah, we talked about yeah, that on the previous podcast. I was,
1: podcast. H- go back was awesome. hoping you had something like that at your house.
0: No, it's just a regular cellar. In fact- Um, You mean
1: a regular basement?
0: No, it's it's a closed off area from our basement. Like we have our basement and then there's just this fully concrete room. A cellar. You could probably fit like a bed in there and stuff. It's a good size.
1: Is it just always cold in there?
0: Yeah, but it's a basement. Like what do you expect?
1: Okay, I kind of have this in my house. Underneath my stairs is this little door. And you open it up and like we store just Christmas decorations and stuff back there, but it's completely like concrete blocked in. Yeah,
0: that's a but, cellar.
1: But it's like a crawl space.
0: It's okay. Crawl away from the tornado. It doesn't matter how big it is, as long as you can get away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. But why topic. would you
1: why would you want to get away? Whenever there's tornadoes I get so excited and I've been this way since I was a child. I grew up in Iowa and we had tornadoes regularly and I don't know what it was about the property that we lived on, but it seemed like every year we would actually see a tornado. Like it would just land in one of our fields. And so I've seen several tornadoes in my lifetime and every time we knew severe weather was coming, I would go outside because I loved the feel of of the hot and the cold rushing together Mm -hmm. and the wind and watching the leaves turn and listening for the sounds of the animals, you know, like them going silent as the storm is about to just pounce on you. And I would spin around like a tornado. Like those are such fond memories that when it comes time for a storm, I just get really, really excited. So much so that I forget other people aren't so excited. Like Who my daughter.
0: Is, I was going to ask, is your daughter scared of storms?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure my son is okay. But there was this one time where a tornado was spotted. It was several miles away from us, but it was coming our direction. And I jokingly said to her while we were in the basement, oh, you've got three minutes to live. What are you going to oh do my with that gosh, time?
0: Rebecca, you can't say that.
1: Okay. I thought she knew I was joking like
0: she's like all right uh mom dad listen i know i haven't been the best kid but you know i've been really trying here lately and you know sometimes you guys say these things and they but anyways the point is i love you guys yeah no, how much more time do i have
1: none of that happened she just broke down in tears <laughs> and i spent the the last three minutes of our life trying to console her and explain that it wouldn't be the last three minutes of our life we were good we were good you were we good? didn't you, die you didn't die uh-uh.
0: oh that's good yeah she, she, she has nothing to be scared of anyways I uh I I I didn't realize that people in the area are scared of storms
1: so you're not scared
0: I'm not worried at all no I well first off I've never seen a tornado from my house I've watched one form but it never touched the ground it was a little itty bitty teeny tiny tornado and it just stayed up in the sky um but I've never in the 22 years that I've been alive in Kansas in the midwest I've never seen a tornado touch the ground. So I'm not really worried about them. And, you know, big storms, whatever. We have a nice house and a solid cellar. So I'm not, like, worried about it. I'm the kind of person that sits out on the front porch and watches it, you know, and while mom is screaming, like, stay away from the glass. Stay away
1: from the glass. The wind will blow it into your face. Do you want reconstructive surgery?
0: And uh, the answer is, Depends on the price. I
1: mean, insurance might cover that. Yeah,
0: it should. Um, and who knows? I might come out looking better.
1: <laughs> well, it can't hurt.
0: Ouch. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I not, nobody in my family is really worried about them. But I did realize in more recent years that there are like fully grown adults that are worried about storms, that get really nervous about them and
1: well, stuff. I mean, they can kill.
0: Yeah, sure. I just thought, like, I've, we're in the Midwest Nobody's worried about storms here. Nobody at all. Not even a single person. But clearly that's just uh, ignorance on my part. You know, we we learn some things when we get older.
1: Would you ever be interested in doing storm chasing? No. Really?
0: No, because I'm not scared of storms. I do have a respect for them.
1: So you want to stay away? You're not running towards the storm. I want you to admire
0: from a very, very safe distance. If the storm decides to come by my my doorsteps and decides to put on a show for me, fine. I appreciate it, storm. But if it's like, hey, we're going to be over here doing our thing, fine. That's fine. I'll be in my room safe and sound. You know? But no, I have no desire to chase storms.
1: I did an interview with a company yesterday called Silver Lining Tours. They're based out of Colorado, but they offer these tours during severe weather season. And they go to different states like Oklahoma and Texas, and I don't remember all the states that they go to. But wherever, like, the severe weather season is the worst at that time, then these tours are scheduled in that area. And they go from, like, five to ten days at a time. And they have different packages. Like, they have, like, the up-close-and-personal package Or like, we're going to teach you how to photograph storms Hmm. package, you know, for the less adventurous people, but that still like storms. I want to do the up close and personal package so bad. It's nearly three grand, but this is so being added to my bucket list. Okay. (laughs) This is what gets me super excited. Not only are you chasing storms, and they said that safety is their number one priority, and they have people who are actually experienced storm chasers, meteorologists, and they have like a first responder with them in the tour. Like they're driving like a 15-passenger van with all like the technology equipment inside. When there's a tornado, of course, they go to where the tornado is. They keep a safe distance, like maybe a couple miles away. Always have an escape route, but then when the storm is over, what is left behind?
0: Um, Your dead body.
1: Sometimes. There is always devastation left behind in a tornado. And a lot of times, because they're the storm chasers, they are first on the scene. And I don't know what it is, but I love emergency situations. And so they have a very well-stocked first aid kit in the vehicle with them, and they often get to be there to help people right after the tornado happens. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> like, it this, makes me so excited.
0: Just for clarification, this is not Rebecca trying to be a good person and saying, you know what, I want to be there for those people who have just had their house destroyed. Everything they own is now rubble. Perhaps they've even had broken bones or perhaps they need immediate medical treatment right there on site. This is not Rebecca saying, I want to help those people. This is Rebecca being like, I want to see all of that go down.
1: Okay, not true at all. It is the fact that I get to help somebody when they're in a desperate situation and it creates like this incredible high of like, I got to help this person, but I guarantee you when it's done, I would ball because that is what I've done in every situation. Like whether it's my own kids or somebody on the side of the road, I, I, I act really well in emergency situations. Like I'm really calm. I don't freak out. Um, I can keep in my right mind, do what needs to be done. And then as soon as it's over, emotionally, like I let myself feel all of those emotions and then I lose it. But like in the moment of it, I love being able to help somebody in that situation. I don't think,
0: I think that's a little.
1: Part of it's selfish because I like the high of it.
0: I feel like you could be potentially a villain with that kind of mindset here's why yeah
1: yeah i agree you agree Uh huh.
0: because at some point there isn't enough devastation to keep up with your desire of <laughs> being there and so you turn <laughs> like into this weird anti-hero <laughs> where you create devastation just so that you can be on scene and be like oh i saved you in fact isn't that a movie where there's like somebody like a, a, a quote-unquote superhero but they're actually like making the 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 bad situations
1: well there was that one like bruce almighty was it where he's a newscaster and he's like up and coming he's trying to get the right spot but then like god grants him his powers for a time period and so he keeps making like he'd go to like a pie eating contest and then he'd make like a tornado hit or something so that he could be there live to cover it
0: yes that's you You are Bruce.
1: Yeah. And sometimes (laughs) these situations have happened in a very real way. Like that I tend to stumble upon situations or be in a place where like something insane happens. And every time I'm like, I've been training my whole life for this. Like I am so ready for this moment. You are Bruce. But I'm not creating them. And God hasn't given me special powers to create disasters. Right. Yes, I don't want people to hurt, but I like to be there to help them if they are hurting. I also like the adventure of chasing the storm. Right, you also just see,
0: you like to see what it is that hurt them. And then you're like, "Mm, yeah, I bet that hurt. You want some help? That's,
1: you want the full package. I like the adrenaline of living on the edge and chasing the storm and just seeing the power of it. But then I love... Being able to help people in the midst of it. Okay. Well, that doesn't get you a little bit excited. Not
0: really. No, I don't like. mm. Anyways, the point is, (coughs) the biggest thing for you is the adrenaline.
1: Adventure.
0: And I think there's better ways of finding this adrenaline.
1: Okay. Like how?
0: Like going to a very secluded island with 99 other people.
1: Tell me more.
0: And fighting to the death.
1: I love it.
0: Adrenaline filled, right? I
1: love it. Okay. <laughs> Is this a real Let's thing? Let's do it.
0: Well, it's about to be. There's a multimillionaire. Who's, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait,
1: wait. Somebody's... Okay, hold on, hold on. People are going to gather on this island, battle each other, I hope with swords, because that sounds even more fun, and then somebody's... Or everybody's going to die except for one person?
0: Pretty much. It's kind of like the Hunger Games, except uh, everybody volunteers as tribute.
1: Like 99 Problems, but you won't be one.
0: Well, you hope not. <laughs> um, But all 90, there's, yeah. Okay, anyways, the
1: point is, yes, there's a multimillionaire. This. There's got to be more. There's a
0: multimillionaire, because this is still in the works, you know? Somebody's got to orchestrate it. And there's a dude out there who's like, I have a lot of money. Like, a lot of money. And I think this would be great. I've got this island. Nothing's on it yet. But I'm willing to pay somebody. that's an honest wage to make in a year Um, I want to pay somebody $60,000 to orchestrate and plan a 100 person battle royale style event on their private island
1: how is this legal
0: well I imagine because it's a private island um,
1: you can kill somebody if it's on a private island
0: if you own the island sure why not?
1: No. Isn't no. that how that works? Wait. There's gotta be something more to this because they can't possibly be planning to kill all these people. Well, I mean,
0: they won't exactly be dying. I mean it's kinda of dying with air quotations. Figuratively dying. It's a uh, airsoft.
1: Okay, so this isn't actually like a hunger's ga- hunger games type thing. There's nah. no this is like laser tag on an island. Uh, not
0: laser tag because it's airsoft.
1: You're gonna feel it.
0: You can feel it, and they're gonna have a uh, touch-sensitive body armor, so you know when oh, you've been shot. Oh, I hope the shot. suits are cool. Because here's the thing about if if you've ever played airsoft or paintball or even Nerf dart wars, people get shot, and they're like, "Oh no, that was just that was my shirt. The wind was blowing it, and you just hit. It was just the cloth. I'm still in." And they're they're saying, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna counter this. We're gonna give you touch sensitive armor, so just don't like run into trees too hard because you might be classified as being shot. But
1: you can know. I sign up for this right now? Because this sounds so awesome.
0: Um I'm gonna go ahead out on a limb here and say yes, but I don't actually know. I'm Wait, sure there's They haven't even in.
1: put it together. They're I, still I haven't read the, the whole with... article. Maybe they have. No. They're still trying to find somebody to put it together. The, the the millionaire, billionaire guy is trying to hire somebody and pay them 60 grand you to put hire, this together.
0: You want to you sign up to be the person that's hired?
1: No, no, because I, I don't think I'll do a good job putting it together. You do great. But I would love to be the person battling against 99 other people. Oh, you watch out. You watch out.
0: Here's Here's the truth. Because you would have to have a lot of confidence, I think. And cardio. And money.
1: I would have to start working out first.
0: To be willing to sign yourself up and say, you know what? I could take on 99 other people. Sure. Well,
1: if we're just using Airsoft, like we're not physically wrestling each other. You might be. We might be. If you run out of ammo. Yeah. Pull out your little (laughs) Nerf knife. That makes me even more excited. Oh, my gosh. Another list on my bucket, or another item on my bucket list. <laughs> how many bucket,
0: how many lists you got, I got on that bucket? I've got so
1: much to do before I die. This sounds like so much This fun. could be,
0: well, put this on the very end of the bucket list, because it could be the death of you. You never know.
1: It's not the real death of you. Unless, well, what if somebody doesn't have an airsoft gun? gets into the group that... Uh, is out for blood.
0: Exactly. Also,
1: there could be accidents. I mean, you are on an island.
0: And it is gonna take place. The plan, anyways, is for it to be a three-day event, twelve hours each day, and you just camp during the night. So I don't know if okay. you like are required to you know bring your own camping stuff and like make your own fire. Like is this total hunger game style or is this like, all right, everybody, the day's over. Come on inside to the camp. You know, I don't I
1: don't know. I don't know. I what hope they're it's planning like uh you're hiding out in the night in your tent or whatever, your hammock, your pile of leaves, whatever it is. Yeah. I hope it's a more wilderness style. Okay, the other factor is this guy is like multi millionaire, billionaire. He's a rich guy. Mm-hmm. He's putting a lot of money into this game happening. If I had that much money I'm questioning, would I create a game like this?
0: Um, I I I think there is a point in which you have so much money that you're looking for stuff to throw it at. And I think this guy has reached that point in life where uh he's like, you know what would be cool? This. And you know what? I'm gonna pay somebody to put this together. Why not? You've got that I money. What else are you gonna it. do? Donate it to charity.
1: But Come on. Nathan, if, <laughs> if you had just endless amounts of money like that, where you're just looking for places just to throw it away, what would you, what would you do with like a huge amount of money like that? Like what would be your thing? Like what would be your battle royale island?
0: Wait, what was the question? Oh, if I had if a bunch you, of money. Yeah.
1: What would be your battle royale island?
0: Um, I, uh, I think I would have a, a decent house. Seriously, I don't really want a big house.
1: No, be frivolous with it. What would be your What's island? Frivolous? Like
0: frivolous? Oh, we Like, already f- careless um, with
1: it. Like, he's he's creating this game, this battle mm-hmm. royale for 100 people to come and play the game. Like, okay, for instance, if I had money that I could just throw away like that, I would take, like my favorite people, like my best friends and family, and I would take them all and we would travel the world together and go to like all of the coolest, like must-see places, do cool adventurous stuff, probably stop at this Battle Royale Island and have like a whole family, friends, Battle Royale three-day competition. Like I would definitely travel, travel Mm -hmm. with my favorite people experiencing the world
0: i think i i think i would give a lot of it away not necessarily to charities and stuff yes to you know different organizations and whatnot obviously but like i'm talking like you have like uh like streamers like twitch streamers and stuff people who are just playing video games or okay whatever.
1: when you said streamers i went straight to birthday parties i was like, like streamers
0: Wait, yeah what i would are you
1: just, talking about i would go streamers to, uh, streamers everywhere oh
0: gosh yeah no i would
1: red ones pink ones so blue many streamers ones, so dyed ones i love streamers. and then
0: i would take them all up into a big cargo plane and i would loose them all <laughs> and then dump them from the sky okay that would look kind of stop cool.
1: being nice with your money um, Let's say that you you've helped every charity in the world.
0: Wow, now, that's a lot of money. Okay, Rebecca. yes, that's a lot of what, money. So, what would you do
1: for Nathan though? What selfishly? What would you do with this money? That is like the thing that you really, really want to do. That like you would love doing in your lifetime.
0: <sighs> um, I think I think I would have. A, a cruise ship, a big old boat, and then I would have, uh, it would be big enough that you could park a, a plane on it, and I would have this boat, and I would have this plane, and I could go anywhere at any given point in a moment's notice. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like, for instance?
0: Nah, just wherever. you know? Here's, here's what I'm worried about, Rebecca, is you get so much money, and you can go and do these things. At some point, it becomes not cool.
1: Okay, Nathan, you are thinking way too deep in this. Have you never selfishly thought about what you would really want to do with money?
0: Not like not large like amounts an endless, of money. If if I had, if I had my way right now, if somebody just like gave me a, a bunch of money and was like, "Do whatever you want with this," I would probably spend a lot of it on. A house, and then furnishing that house.
1: Oh, this is so with
0: some really boring. like like the comfiest couch you've ever had. Oh, Nathan, a nice you're TV. missing
1: the point. You already have everything. Those you TVs could ever are want.
0: expensive, Rebecca. You don't understand.
1: Nobody in the world is needy anymore. I would have an money in-home is studio, the nicest at, like, the fish studio of with of the coolest Capistrano. What would you do with the I'm your only 22. <laughs> I haven't had enough time
0: in life to know what is out there that I could spend a lot of money on. My world is very oh small my right gosh. now. Oh
1: gosh, I guess so. I guess so. So you would you have a cruise ship with an airplane. Maybe, so you can probably fly where not. Because there you probably know wouldn't where be, be you that go. much
0: that good of internet out there on the cruise ship. So who wants to live on a cruise ship? I would move to the city <laughs> this is your and dream. own a tower.
1: This is your dream. And then dream. become president. You can make this anything you want it to be.
0: I don't know, man. This is a lot of pressure. I'm sweating right now.
1: <laughs> Are you telling me that Wi Fi is not good on cruise ships? Because my husband and I were planning a cruise. Well, we're thinking about it. Have you ever been on a cruise? No. Okay. No, Um, I have never been on a cruise before, To answer your question,
0: no. There's not Wi-Fi on the cruise. Oh my gosh, are you serious? You are disconnected from the world. I
1: didn't know this. I'm rethinking my plan. Here
0: is how cruise ships work. Whenever you are about to take off, you text all your family and you say, hey, we're about to take off. I'm not going to be able to text you for the 3 Even days that it takes to get to Cozumel, Wi-Fi. Mexico. Like how? Cuz airplanes are going above the f- ground where uh-huh. there's antennas. There's no antennas in the ocean.
1: There's also but there's like a satellite and it's not obstructed. Well, sure. it. Why doesn't the ship have an antenna? Cuz they're
0: they're using that satellite to get information mm. about the weather and everything that's around them.
1: Crucial information.
0: Don't be so selfish. Rebecca, let's talk about other things. Like the royal baby. What do you think they're gonna name it?
1: I don't even <laughs> care. I don't even care. Do you know that cruises don't have Wi-Fi? Megan, <laughs> I didn't Megan realize Markle. This is important to me.
0: Is that her name? Megan yes, Megan. Megan Markle. Markle.
1: She is Cray Cray and, Adorbs. Uh,
0: and what's her husband's name?
1: Harry. Prince Harry. Harry and Harry
0: and Markle. Mark Markle and Harry.
1: Harry and Megan.
0: Harry and Megan. Harry, Ma- they Harry are Ma-
1: about to have a baby. They're, she's
0: about to pop. She's about
1: to go. Harry is the younger of the royal sons, and
0: uh, Meghan is uh new The wife. older of the royal daughters.
1: Wait, no, Megan didn't. It's a weird Meghan situation. Don't ask. Meghan is American. She's not oh, even. She, she didn't wishes. come from like a royal bloodline. Right,
0: and how she? How is she the princess then?
1: Because she just married. Somebody in line for the throne.
0: Oh, so she's greedy about it then.
1: She married Prince Harry. Wow. And she's not considered a princess. She's like a duchess or something like duchess.
0: that. Duchess. I don't Even know exactly, worse. but she
1: has a different title. She's not considered a princess. The
0: point is, she's about to have a baby. What do you want it to be named? Here's,
1: princess he- Pepe. Pepe? It just sounds like a royal <laughs> princess name.
0: Is there something you need?
1: Isn't that what Dwight called out when they were having the... The garden party Princess on the Oscar. Probably and, whenever he was
0: being pranked.
1: And no, and um Jim and Pam were walking in with their daughter and he was yelling, announcing them coming in, and he was announcing their daughter and he forgot her name and he called her Princess Pee-pee, I believe. Probably.
0: All right, so daughter girl names. All right. Hypothetically. Diana, Victoria, Alice, Grace, Isabella. Elizabeth, Alexandra, Harriet, April, or Catherine. What do you think?
1: Okay, so these are all princess-style names. Diana was Harry's mother's name. Um, Kate is her sister-in-law's name, so they're not going to go with that. Uh, Grace, that is a fantastic name. I know a child. I know several children named Grace. One of them is my favorite child named Grace. Uh, it's my niece also my daughter Um. okay what what do we have left on the list After Victoria narrows, there's, a, Alice, there's a lot of Queen of Victorias Alice she you know from Alice in Wonderland so I feel like that has a stigma attached
0: Alexandra <sighs> Isabella
1: I like Isabella because they could call her Izzy and um, I think that's cute
0: Elizabeth Harriet
1: Elizabeth used to be my favorite name when I was little because I knew a girl named Elizabeth, and they called her Lizzie, and she was really cool.
0: Uh, April or Catherine?
1: Catherine is her sister-in-law's name. We already narrowed that one down.
0: Oh, you said Kate.
1: Well, yeah, but her name is Catherine. Oh, I had no idea.
0: I don't keep up with these people.
1: What do you think, Rebecca? I like Isabel Because they could call her Izzy, and I had this neighbor who had a little girl named Izzy, and she had really, really curly hair, and it was adorable, and... Uh, Izzy's just fun I'd say
0: Isabella number one And then maybe Alexandra Oh my gosh
1: we're voting the same
0: Probably We're both
1: going with Izzy
0: Probably Or Alexandra Alright
1: Do we know that it's a girl
0: No If it's okay. a boy Alright Oh wow It might not be a uh, Boy or girl Okay uh, uh, Wait it has, to be, a princess. Yeah, it has okay, to be one It has to be one Anyways, anyways uh, Boy names Arthur James Edward Albert Alexander? Christopher? Daniel? Philip? Henry? Or Joseph?
1: Um uh,
0: cast in your votes now, people.
1: Yeah, none of them are really standing out to me. There are I mean some of those are family names, Henry, Philip. Philip is uh, the name of uh, that would be this baby's cousin is Prince Philip, I believe. Yeah. Kate, her baby's name is Philip, I believe. So you can't go with that. Who is making this list and why would they put names on there that other royal children are already named?
0: Because all of Britain, these are, these are the potential names, I guess. Um, And all of Britain are like voting on the odds of, them using these names.
1: Okay, give me the first few names again.
0: Uh, Arthur, James, Edward.
1: I don't know what it is, but I feel like Arthur needs to make a comeback. I agree. I haven't heard that one for a while.
0: I think Arthur or Alexander.
1: See, I think it's too close to Alexandra.
0: Well, it's not, they're using one or the other. That's why I'm picking it. Yeah. You know?
1: I still thought Daniel would be okay, but it almost seems too informal for a royal baby.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, should this child ever become king? But then there's
1: Harry, but I guess that was Harold, so. Okay, I'm going with Izzy or Arthur.
0: Isabella or Arthur, I kind of agree. Arthur or Alexander. Anyways, that's the thing. Oh my Uh,
1: gosh, how are we agreeing on these?
0: Because the other ones suck. Or are already used. Like Edward, come on, you gotta be better than that. Philip, Henry, these are all people who have previously been in the family.
1: What was your other girl's name? Isabel, and then what was the other one Uh, wanted? Alexandra? Alright. Are
0: you writing this down?
1: Yeah, so we have... So we don't forget what's... Either Isabel or Alexandra or Arthur and Alexander.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna put this on Facebook, right, so that other people can vote correct
1: yeah yeah we can do that we can create a poll
0: um cool cool um my sister gave birth yesterday two days ago two days was it monday yeah it it was was monday Monday. because it was the day you
1: were sleeping in your car
0: oh yeah well okay here's a little insight on why nathan was sleeping in his car first off i was tired after work but Uh um my sister had given birth it was a c-section and so um, they were, you know, doing some stuff and they're like, we can't, people can't even like see the baby yet. And so we're just waiting until around this time. Well, it was going to be around like one thirty. If I get off at noon, I'm not going to drive home and then drive all the way back up to the city just to see this baby. That's a lot of gas. So I'm just going to wait around in the city. Don't have any errands to run. Might as well take a little cat nap. Two hours.
1: In a hot car. In a hot
0: car. But I did go see the baby and she is adorable for a baby.
1: She is adorable. You sent me a picture and okay, I I think babies are wonderful. I was not a good baby mom. Also, a lot of times newborns aren't cute I when think the born. term is
0: ba- baby mom. Baby m- isn't it baby mama?
1: No. <laughs> That's like you- that's like when a guy has a girlfriend or a girl that he's no longer in a relationship with, but he has a child with them. He'll call them his baby mama.
0: Oh. Wait, you were in a relationship with somebody and had a baby?
1: Yeah, he's my husband.
0: Just, uh, so you're still the mama.
1: Okay, anyway, I'm not a good mother to babies. Uh, okay. Okay, I'm a good mom to babies. <laughs> like they They've made it so far, but... I don't... That's not my favorite stage. Also, like I said, I don't think newborn babies are real adorable right after they're born. They all kind of look the same. However, with your sister's baby, this was actually a cute baby. She did a
0: good job. I don't know. What's her name? Uh, Eliza.
1: Oh, that's fun. Yeah, isn't that cute? I like that.
0: Yeah, and I think they're going to call her Ellie.
1: Now, which sister is this that had a baby? Elizabeth. Which is one of the royal name possibilities.
0: Possible. Um,
1: This sounds like a royal family. Elizabeth and Eliza.
0: And Matthew. And Levi.
1: Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Sounds like a royal family.
0: Well, maybe they could apply or something. How did you get that job?
1: Okay. Can I give a little bit of encouragement to your sister right now? Sure. Sure. So, your sister had a boy who is what? He's almost two years old now?
0: Uh, he's like a year and a couple months.
1: Okay. So, you know, he's a little older, but now she has a little girl. And here is what is super exciting about having a little girl. Like I said, I wasn't, a, my favorite stage wasn't when they were little. And sometimes the day in, day out of taking care of little ones is exhausting. And you can't see the forest through the trees, like sippy cups, sour milk, diaper changes. You have to carry a diaper bag. You're getting kids in and out of car seats all day long. It's a grind. It is such a grind taking care of little ones. Like Anybody who says a stay-at-home mom doesn't work, you have no idea how much work it is. You're barely functioning on any sleep. You have no time to yourself you're always surfing these little ones who are sometimes monsters, who are incredibly selfish themselves and take your well-being, never take your well-being into consideration. But every mom who has a little girl dreams of that day when they can hang out with their daughter and go do like fun things together like shopping and stuff. When, I, when my daughter was little, I used to try to dress her up, and she would refuse to let me because she always had her own style. But this weekend, we totally had a moment because my son is getting ready to graduate from high school. And in every family, when there's something being celebrated, somebody feels left out. Well, in this instance, my daughter's been feeling a little left out. Well, we have Easter coming up this weekend, so I thought on Saturday let's go shopping together for Easter dresses. So we went out to lunch. We go to our favorite store, which is called Altered State, which is amazing. If you're a girl and you like clothes, Altered State is phenomenal. And they're very missional and give um, money to charities. They've got a really cool philosophy. Anyway, go check it out. My daughter and I spent hours like trying on dresses and coming out and like twirling around and helping pick out clothes for each other. And this sounds like super simple and trivial, but it was so awesome because I had dreamed about this day since I had a daughter and it happened this weekend and it was such a special time together. So, (sighs) Elizabeth, these days coming are going to be difficult But you are going to have moments along the way that are going to stand out to you as special memories. And as they grow, don't be afraid of those teen years because you're going to get them through it. And you are going to have moments that you are going to be able to treasure for the rest of your life. (sighs) It's going to be okay. And congratulations. Congratulations. You have two little ones that are really close in age. It's going to be a good time.
0: It's going to be a party. Congratulations, Elizabeth. And Matt, too. Good job. Yeah,
1: yeah, Matt. Congratulations you know, you know, most
0: of the, some of the work. Okay. Anyways, uh yeah, cool. <laughs> Good job, Elizabeth and Matt.
1: <laughs> Good job yeah. on having a baby. Your sister looked so uncomfortable towards the end. I am so glad that that part's over.
0: Yeah. She likes being pregnant.
1: Does she really?
0: She does. Like how weird is that? I've
1: met those people before. Like she I was, don't get it. That
0: was one of the things she was like I'm kind of sad that i have to give birth because then i'm not going to be pregnant anymore it's like what is wrong with you
1: okay there's one cool part that i liked and that's like feeling the baby move that's cool i don't know that there was anything else about being pregnant that i liked it was a pretty miserable experience i was very sick though that might have something to do with it but i've seen like those women who are pregnant they're not uncomfortable. They're not sick. It's just like they enjoy it, and that's it. I wish I would have had that, but that was not my experience at all.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Cool.
1: How about you, Nathan?
0: Oh, uh, you know, I don't mind being pregnant. Hmm. Um. I gets a little bit uncomfortable, and I, what bothers me the most is not being able to like do a lot of the things that I, I could before. Tell me
1: about it. Um, like what? Bending down. I know. It's so difficult. Especially
0: in the later months.
1: That belly gets in the way. It's
0: hard. I will say this, though. My thighs have never been in better shape.
1: <laughs> Nathan, you hang around pregnant women enough <laughs> that you can accurately... <laughs> <laughs> Play along with this conversation, uh, yeah, it's,
0: it's a thing I do,
1: and by saying hanging out around pregnant women. what's up, ladies? <laughs> this is that Nathan has sisters right, got and enough three of them that one is bound to be pregnant at all you times know,
0: at some point in time,
1: oh yeah. my gosh, wow, so the big thing in the
0: news changing pace a little bit because I've got a question, and we're running out of time, and I've got to ask this question um. But getting there is going to be a journey. First off, the the big cathedral, the Notre Dame Cathedral. Um, Notre Dame, Nathan. Right. Okay. Is, we're
1: not playing football here.
0: The Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Um.
1: Notre Dame. Notre Dame Cathedral.
0: Right. So it's burning.
1: It's in. It was. It fires out. Is it out? It's out. Oh. We're good. The okay. fire's over. Oh, okay. So the fire is out. It's Wednesday. It's over. It's fire Wednesday. started on Monday. Uh, you know I don't know. Um.
0: And uh, a lot of people interestingly enough are uh being like hey we're gonna give money so that you can you can rebuild this thing which is by the way super cool that you know uh where was it france
1: yeah this was in paris france paris
0: france cool um
1: you can see the eiffel tower from the cathedral
0: yeah you just can't see the cathedral from the eiffel tower anymore
1: well no (laughs) it's still there oh my gosh Oh my gosh! I'm sorry.
0: I think this is a is a is a crucial issue, which is what I'm getting to.
1: This is a crucial uh, issue.
0: But first, I just want to I want to say how cool this is because they do have to rebuild it. You know, that's kind of a thing that has to happen. And um, a lot of these millionaires and companies and whatnot are giving money to rebuild. this. in fact, I think they've already they're getting close to raising a billion dollars just from. People, yeah,
1: people are jumping on no, board like crazy, like going
0: ham. Like you talk about, what would you do with all your money if you were a multimillionaire? Apparently, rebuild the cathedral. Um, but one of the companies is Ubisoft, which is a video game publisher. And you think why are you talking about this video game publisher? Because they made a game called Assassin's Creed. I've heard of it, and uh, it's a it's a game where you play in uh, what is it, France? You're running around with France with like the Roman Empire and Old stuff, Perry. all that stuff. Yeah, um, and uh, essentially you're you're taking down like um, I don't want to say Kevlars. What are those those guys? Templars. Templars.
1: Yeah, I don't know what either one of those are. Right.
0: So you're uh, the, the, the Roman. Are they Templars bad guys? And stuff. Well, in the game they are. Okay. I don't know if it's real life they are or not. Um, but in 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 one of the games you get to walk around on the inside of the Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Um, Assassin's Creed Unity is the game. Um, And so you get to walk around inside of the cathedral, climb on the walls, see all of the structure in this completely 3D-like universe. That's cool. That is cool because now they're looking at it and going, you know what? We've got this whole thing mapped out in this video game. We could use that to rebuild... The cathedral, because they are planning on building it.
1: Oh, that's pretty awesome.
0: And so, uh, how neat is that? You know, everybody says, hey, don't play video games, you won't learn anything. Guess what? Now I'm going to go to France. I'm going to build a cathedral.
1: Well, did you ever play Assassin's Creed?
0: Yeah, I didn't play this particular one, Assassin's Creed. It's obvious
1: because you don't know a lot about uh, Notre Dame.
0: Right. Um,
1: But yeah, you know. Did you ever see The Hunchback of Notre Dame? No.
0: It looks scary to me. Okay. I don't want to watch it. This
1: is explaining. I a feel lot. like
0: I'd be uncomfortable the entire time I was watching it. Um. Anyways, my question is, um. I feel I feel like this might be ignorance on my part, probably. Also, maybe just because I'm young, I don't know. The point, what I'm trying to get to, is whenever anything crazy like this happens. For instance, the Notre Dame Cathedral burning down. Mm-hmm. Nobody was injured.
1: Well, there was a.
0: Did anybody die? Okay, so nobody died. So in my brain, I'm going, what's the big deal? Because <laughs> it's a big building yeah. and it's burning down. Uh-huh. That happens. Yeah. That's always happened. Oh my gosh. There's big buildings uh-huh. that are talked about in history right? books way in the past. Uh-huh. Like th- that have been destroyed, and it's like, yeah, check it out. This thing used to exist, but it doesn't anymore. And it's like, cool. That doesn't affect my life in any way, shape, okay, or form in the you future. There. Okay. So
1: why is that a big deal? Uh-huh.
0: I'm I'm asking this not because I'm uh-huh. like, why are you worried about it? I, uh-huh. Because I feel like the appropriate response is not to say, what's the big deal? And I don't know what the appropriate response is.
1: Okay. Obviously, you you don't know the history of Notre Dame. No. Notre Dame is basically a documentation of 800 years of history in a building. So it took 200 years to actually build Notre Dame. And this was built by several generations. Now in this time when they were building this type of architecture, which is medieval, this cathedral was built in devotion to God. So the people that invested all their time and efforts into building this, they felt like they were giving to God by putting the efforts into building this building in this structure. And so like these people, this generation would build it knowing that they would never see it come to completion, but they had faith that another generation was going to take over for them, which did happen. So over 200 years, several generations built this cathedral and in the building of it you can see the different time frames where different things were built in the style of stuff and how it was constructed in fact the um, beams in the ceiling there's a pointed ceiling in like the center cathedral part like where it burned which is like where the major tower was that collapsed in the middle because not all of this cathedral burned Um, the clock towers are okay Um, One side with like the flying buttresses, if you know what that (laughs) is.
0: The flying. (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't know what that is. Sounds There's like these
1: legs or arms like that are out the side of the building. If we're talking about the Those are called flying buttresses. On top of the legs? Anyway, it's a part of the style of the artwork that they can't figure out how they created it without the technology that we have today. So these beams that are in the ceiling where the ceiling is pointed, these are super, super old 800 year old beams and the way they were constructed, nobody has been able to replicate this. One like little shining light in all of this devastating fire is that they can now see behind those and it's possible they can figure out how to reconstruct them now and build this in other areas. So that's kind of a cool thing. Okay, back to the importance of this building, this cathedral. This is just such a staple for, I would say, the Catholic church in general or people of faith. There was very important relics that is stored here. The glass in and of itself, the stained glass, when the it was built so that when the light shines through it, it bathes the people in light. When it was built, the people in that time thought when they were touched by that light that they were actually being touched by God. And so that was, that's a really important thing to them. And, and people believed differently in the time when this was built than we tend to believe nowadays. But it is such an integral part of our history. Also, what they believe to be the crown of thorns that was on Jesus's head is kept at the cathedral. Also, what they believed to be was the head covering of Mary is kept at the cathedral, and the list goes on. There is statues in there, and it's built from limestone, which is very porous and soft, and the smoke and water that could be absorbed in it. Anyway, history, Nathan. History. 800 years of history that you can physically go and walk through and see is there. And the important about part about a history is when we know something we can do better. And so like you, you learn from history. Okay. Kind of like in the movie lion King, when the lion hits or when the monkey hits the lion on the head and he's like, what'd you do that for? And then he goes to hit him again and he knows it the next time. And so he's able to avoid being hit in the head. And he's like, I don't remember what exactly he says, but it's like, you learn from the things of your past. In the, the, in the history of this building, there's so much that we can learn and correlate into our lives. <sighs> so That's it.
0: So the history of the things inside of the cathedral.
1: And the cathedral itself and how it was built and why it was built in the specific way that it was built.
0: So it's, it's not... The
1: building in and of itself is a piece of art that cannot be recreated.
0: Well, they're going to try.
1: But it'll never... <sighs> but when you think about the people who built that with their bare hands that don't exist anymore and how that was passed from one generation to the next that doesn't happen anymore there's nothing that we start building nowadays and you're going to die before it's completed like we get frustrated when it takes like longer (laughs) (laughs) but it's still going to be completed before we die you know, uh, at least that stretch of the road. You know, it, it's just that it doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't happen. And it's such a cool part of our history to learn from.
0: I I don't know. I, I understand that. And that does bring some more clarity as far as the importance of it. Part of me is still... I, don't, I feel like heartless because I'm like, okay, that happens. Like there's a lot of structures that... Okay, had the same meaning i could temples I, I can and whatnot. this
1: really easily for you this would be like if your house burnt down and all of your family photos were burned okay but that's the way the world looks at this church burning is, is as if their family photos were burned like can we move on from it yes is it devastating yes do we still have those memories in our mind yeah but we don't have something tangible to experience. That was a good example. <laughs> Glad I could help you paint that picture.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't know. I it may it makes sense, really, why why it's important, but at the same time, for me, like. Anything that I have of like uh, utmost importance, I'm probably gonna like put somewhere that can be saved. You know what I'm saying? My social security card and like my birth certificate. Right,
1: what is that thing? What is your Notre Dame? Like what is that thing that if you were to lose besides humans, but I mean we all have stuff that we value. Right. What is that thing?
0: A social security card, <laughs> a birth certificate.
1: But really, those documents are important to us. Why?
0: Well, it's hard to travel anywhere if you don't have your...
1: Yeah, it's part of our identity. Like, it's necessary for us to function in the United States of America with those documents.
0: Right. Um. As, as far as something that would just, like, totally devastate me... Because if I lost my social security card, all jokes aside, I wouldn't care. You can get a new one. Right, you can get a new one. Same with... Well, I don't know if you can get a new birth certificate, but it doesn't you can. matter. You are already born. Um, the point, like, I, I don't know if there's anything tangible other than actual humans that I could lose in a fire or whatever or a tornado that I would be, like, so distraught about. I have pictures and stuff. You know, and if I, if my phone was wiped or something and I lost the pictures from the last four years of my life, I'd be like, that sucks. I'll just have to start from here and move on. Like, like there would be a, I guess I, I just don't worry about that stuff as much because I, I just focus on moving on from there. Like, all right, that happened. It's not like I went back and looked at those pictures very often anyways. You know, if anything, I just have another story now and I can move on. You know, that being said, this is coming from somebody that this has never happened before. I've lived in the same house for the last 19 years and everything in that house, other than like some carpet from basement flooding and whatnot. I had a, my Xbox broke one time, so I had to get a new one, but you know, I got all the memory from that. Like, you know, like I've never had anything, I've never experienced that sort of loss as far as like a a tangible item loss. So I, I can't really speak on that me personally.
1: While you've been talking, I've been trying to think because a lot of our pictures are digital now, so it's not as much of a concern. Right. Um pictures would be a hard thing for me, especially the pictures that of like family members that are no longer with us anymore and having those pictures of them. That that would be a hard thing. But my wedding dress. I would have a hard time losing my mm. wedding dress because I mean there's there's a story there and and it's a symbol of something and so That would be a hard thing to lose. Also, I have this little table in my house and it's so silly, but I made it when I was in high school for my mom. And it was like my first big woodworking project. And I worked so hard on this little table. I gave it to my mom. She kept it forever until she decided to do like the RV thing and couldn't like travel with, uh, you know, take random furniture (laughs) with her. And so I brought it to my house after that. And so I have this little table that I will probably keep forever and i would be sad if if i lost that if that burned up
0: yeah i don't know i am still i'm still trying to think i i guess i've been very very fortunate in the 22 years i've been alive that i haven't i haven't had anything uh take out anything that i what
1: really about love. your pillow you really really oh, value your gosh. pillow oh my gosh you know
0: that would be <laughs> Uh, a bittersweet moment. I'm I'm realizing I've had this pillow for years and it looks disgusting. I'm it not gonna started,
1: lie. One ha- well, okay, started one color.
0: I have well, okay. The pillowcase started one color. The pillow did too, but um, it's actually it was a used pillow. Uh, <laughs> one, of, my, one of my brother's friends brought it over on a sleepover, oh and gosh. then like a few years later, I found it and I was like, oh, this has that guy's name on it, but he's in college now, so I'm taking it. It's a nice pillow, but I'm realizing that maybe I could have a better sleeping experience if I wasn't holding on to this old pillow. I put a pillowcase on it, and I washed the pillowcase but frequently. But you're
1: holding on to it because you've had it for so long?
0: Well, and I've just, I have yet to, uh, I'm worried because it's so, it's so, it's so just. Gross? It has a lot of miles on it.
1: You uh-huh. know, it's really
0: broken. <laughs> And I'm not gonna be able to buy a pillow in that condition, right? And so that's what I'm worried about, you know, that I'm gonna I'm gonna get something new, and are uh, not gonna be able to sleep right. Be, right, exactly. It's gonna throw everything off. It's gonna be yeah, 19 years down the road before my pillow is finally in a good condition. But yeah, no, uh, I've just been really fortunate in life. I've got a great pillow and and a lot of belongings in my room that I should probably put in a safe or something.
1: What about your computer?
0: No, nah, I don't okay. care. I don't. I only use my computer to back stuff up on. So everything on okay, my computer so is have, elsewhere.
1: Okay, that's good. And
0: here's another thing is probably why this isn't a super big worry in my life. Um, and I imagine most people my age, it's the exact same way unless they've been giving, given something from the previous generation. Um, we grew up in a very digital world where it's hard to lose something that's up in a cloud. You know what I'm saying? That
1: is a very, very good observation.
0: And so, you know, uh, you could always be hacked or something could go wrong. A database could crash or somebody's servers could blow up or something. And then you lose your stuff. But that is so... um, There's been measures gone into that so much to prevent that from happening that it's not even something I worry about personally. And so... You know, it's, uh, it's, it's the digital age. You know what I'm saying?
1: You know, we talked in a, a podcast a while back, I don't remember which one it was now, about the letters that my son had received on his 18th birthday that were written to him on his first birthday. And my grandma had that letter in there. My grandma has dementia now. And that letter that she wrote him was when she was in her right mind. She invested words into him that he was able to receive when he was 18 years old. I have that letter. That would be another thing for me.
0: Yeah. See, I, uh, I don't know. I just don't worry about stuff like that. I also don't. Really you Also, have don't
1: have stuff yeah, like you that. Know, I didn't
0: want to get like all like, <laughs> you know, thanks, parents. But no, I uh, there's, I have five other siblings, and they'd be better off with it, clearly, uh, because they take better care of it. Anyways, that's Nathan Beck show <laughs> for today. That got kind of like was that sad or just real?
1: I think it was real. And that just got real I think at the we, end. We weren't actually goofy in at the end. That's yeah, okay. we had real stuff to talk about. You don't have
0: to be goofy all the time. You know. That's what I've been trying to tell you, all Rebecca. Time. You're just always trying to make a joke out of something.
1: <laughs> trying to make a joke out of your face.
0: Oh man. Well, I've already made a joke out of my life, so beat you to that one. Oh my one. gosh, that was actually really sad. Why are you crying, Nathan? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fine. Seriously, though, we gotta go. We are way over time of this, uh, you know, podcast.
1: Wait, we went over time.
0: It's uh, this so far at this very moment is the longest podcast episode we've had.
1: Well, we gotta end it then. Alright. End it.
0: That's the Nathan Beck's podcast for today. Thanks so much for listening. Check us out on
1: Facebook. We're also
0: on iTunes and Google Play, so if you don't want to listen on SoundCloud, that's fine. But you can follow us on SoundCloud, and then you will get a notification every time we upload um, like you should in about 15 minutes from the recording of this. My name is Nathan.
1: And I'm Beck. We out! I just. (laughs)
0: I actually got it this (laughs) time. That was it, dude. We nailed it. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.